Hello and welcome to Recovery Internet Radio, broadcast direct from Straight Up Studios. I'd like to give a thanks to one of our sponsors here, Rose Painting and Drywall, decorating Chicagoland since 1969. Contact Tom for a quote at area code 815-735-4654. It's Tom at 815-735-4654. And... One of our other sponsors, they, they even have a jingle here. I think this is this is pretty nice. You'll like it. Okay. Bring the kids, Tammy's Pizza and Pasta. Tammy's Pizza Pasta.com. My name is Chris, and I'm going to hand it over to our always talented host, Rick Atwater. Thanks, Chris. Um, Welcome to Recovery Internet Radio and our show, Straight Stuff on Addictions. Tonight, our tag is A Look Back, and our guests are us. Here we are. Chris and I. We're going to talk a little bit about... uh, our our history and uh we've actually uh hit the 6 month mark for the show and uh we have pretty close to uh 14,000 listens and we're 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 very happy about that so yeah so we thought we'd uh take a kind of a do a little retrospective I want to slip that word in there to see if anybody really even knows what it is it's a good word you yeah. know and for something that really started on a whim has kind of you know Blossom through you know through hard work and, and perseverance here and into a really cool regular thing and we've had some awesome people on and it's kind of nice to take a look back. It really is and um, yeah so we're so we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, so I just want to thank you for joining us tonight uh, where we are every Sunday night at eight and uh, I want to thank Chris for all his hard work and the time he spent getting here and getting us up and running and keeping yeah. us up and running and. Uh, our intro music, which we've, we've, which we've used, pretty much every, the every show we've we've run. I think we've used Brendan's music, haven't we? Right from maybe not in the first one or two, but I think maybe even in the first one or two. And it's pretty close to the beginning. We've used Brendan O's music, and um, we've tried to give him credit for that the whole time. I hope he I hope he's listened and knows that we appreciate the use of his. The use of his. Uh, do we use it on the exit as well as the intro, or do we just use uh, both? Yeah, both. in and out, in and out. So, yeah. So thanks, Brendan. One of these days we'll have we'll have Brent. I know his his band is uh, is is a is, would require the kind of equipment that we would be hard pressed to bring into the studio. Well, maybe they'll do an acoustical show for us. Uh, yeah, uh, they're pretty much electronic and keyboard and stuff, uh, so I don't know. But at some point, I, I asked him about it, but it, it would be difficult. Brendan O. Unplugged. Brendan O. Unplugged. We'll have to talk to him about that. Um, and uh, you can uh, you can always tweet us at Rick Atwater. Unfortunately, you won't be able to call in this Sunday night because we're pre-recording. So 
but please check us out at recoveryinternetradio.com. That's recoveryinternetradio.com. We like to say that at least five times every show. We're bigger. Somebody will remember along the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can find everything on there, too. It's recoveryinternetradio.com. You can link to all our past shows. There's an archive of every one that we've ever done, plus links to important uh, you know, things in sobriety, uh, any interesting topics we might have. And then uh, it's got all the information. If you want to contact us, sign up for our weekly uh, show reminder, the whole, the whole shebang. It's all there. And as I I mentioned last week, I'm hoping that people will take the opportunity to get on the website, sign up for our reminder, and let us know where they're from because we're we're interested in where you're from. We're interested in where where we're spreading to. We know I think we talked about it last week. We know we're like uh, California, Texas, Missouri, uh, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, well, all over Germany. Germany. I, I got to bring up Germany because we have to say cool. Germany. Yeah. That makes we probably have one listener there, but that makes us international, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's all it takes. We got to get a Canadian, hey. So if you're listening out there, hey, <laughs> get us a Canadian. We'd settle for somebody from Minnesota. <laughs> that's pretty close to Canada. Isn't Any Oopers up the Oopers? 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 Yeah. We want somebody from the UP. Uh, Oopers. And then, yeah, we, we don't have anybody from the south except for Texas. So anyway, yeah, we're hoping that we'll, we'll spread out a little bit. We're from the Midwest largely, and you know, you know how boring we are here. So yeah, we need we need anything to keep us going. Anything. <laughs> Let us know where you're from. Get on the website at www.recoveryinternetradio.com. Yes, sir. That's two tonight, so we're good so far. So far. Okay, and a quick uh, a quick mention to a couple of our favorite people, uh, our fav- one of our favorite bands, Double Take. Uh, it's Bob Harper and his crew, and you can find out what they're doing by going to doubletakechicago.com. And then also our our friends at Dirty Laundry Designs, Fresh Cards for Addiction and Recovery, and you can get to them by calling or by that there uh, is dirty laundry designs.com yeah easy I, one to forget, I forget that every week that's all right dirty laundry designs.com uh Colleen so okay um so let's get to what we what we wanted to talk about tonight we've got we've got I guess what I want to do is just start with a little bit of the history of what what we've done and uh and kind of let you know, like Chris said earlier, this deal kind of started on a, a little bit on a whim. Yeah. How did that, how did it? How, what was the impetus? What was the what was the, the beginnings of all of this this craziness? Well, you know, one of the things I guess I have a little bit of a a media uh, uh, a sense of media because I write the newspaper column. I've been sure. writing the newspaper column for a long time, so I had the idea. Um, which I'll, I guess I could. I guess I'll plug myself here and just let you know, so that if anybody else is interested, it's uh, the Northwest Herald um, carries the column. The Northwest Herald is our local newspaper here in largely in McHenry and Kane County, Illinois. But you can get to the the article by going to northwestherald.com and then my name, Rick Atwater, or the name of the column, which is uh, Straight Talk on Addictions. So you see the tie-in here. Yeah, yeah. there's a little bit of a tie-in. Straight <laughs> Talk on Straight Talk is the column. 
Yeah. On addictions isn't a necessary part of that. Straight, straight talk, talk will get you where you okay. want to go. And the show, of course, is straight stuff. So I guess there is a little bit of a connection. But you can get to, by going to northwestherald.com, you can get to some of the archived articles. Um, and I think that that was probably part of the part of the sense that this is something that could be done. I really didn't know that it could be done, and I started asking around. I just thought it was a good idea. be an interesting way to get the word. Yeah, did you think maybe you could reach a different audience with a radio show as opposed to a, a, a print article? You know, I I would like to answer that in the affirmative, but I don't think I thought that much about that, to tell you the truth. I, <laughs> might I, be true, but it might it wasn't the it reason. It probably wasn't the reason. I, I just thought it would be an interesting experiment. And so I started asking around, and uh, nobody really seemed to know. Even technical people didn't really. Internet radio is kind of the Wild West of... Uh, Broadcasting. Yeah, this is this is pirate radio this at, is, at its finest. Pirate radio at its finest. Exact. It really is. And uh, there's, you know, for all of those who suffer from addictions out there, one of the one of the beautiful things about internet radio is there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> something you may or may not be used to. So yeah, some but something you'll certainly like. There you anyway, go. we no, we follow a few rules. We have a pretty. I think my feeling is that most people are most of our guests at first are a little nervous because they're not quite sure that we're for real. Yeah. That we actually have a format, that there's a microphone, that, you know, you actually do, you're on a talk show. Yeah, well, we've developed, you know, how how we've developed a bit in the last six months since the beginning, haven't we? I think so. I think we've gotten a little bit better at it. I think we've gotten um, a little bit more, what what should we say, a, a, a little smoother, a little bit more savvy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And our 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 introductions and, our, and how we come in and how we go out have have sort of standardized. Sure. And I'll, I'll put that in there too. That when you say we didn't have a whole lot of you know experience with this, or you know even asking around, a lot of people weren't very familiar with putting on an internet radio show, even though it's relatively popular. Uh, you know, I had to learn a lot how to do it yeah you had to learn the software and that was the thing i mean the way this really the way this happened the initial show was and i don't know if we've talked about this before i know it's there's a story about it on the on the website in Mm -hmm. uh, in our history but i googled internet radio and got a couple of options one of them was this thing called blog talk radio which is the website we use to broadcast through Mm-hmm. And so they had a free option, and you could broadcast. This was in maybe March or April of yeah, end of March, early yeah. April. Yeah, huh? and uh, and you could broadcast that day for free. So I'm <laughs> sitting around and I thought, well, you can't beat that. <laughs> so I did. Can't, I can't do a whole lot better than free. I logged on, started an account, and um, and recorded a little intro show. Of course, I forgot to do a couple technical things and the show didn't broadcast. So, But then I had the bug, so we did it again the next week. And this time, Chris, you were helping me. Yeah, I, you managed, to, same, you managed, I managed to help in, in not broadcasting it the yeah, first time. Yeah, you made the time. same mistake uh-huh. I did. Yep. And we didn't broadcast again the second time. And then finally we, finally we figured it out. Well, you figured it out. I didn't figure it out. You figured it out. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we've been up and running ever since. And that... And that's really how how this all came about. I thought it was kind of a interesting kind of 
just sort of came together. It just sort of came together. So, mm-hmm. um, so we 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 have had I, I don't know exactly how many shows. I want to say twenty eight or twenty nine or thirty shows somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. And our our listenership has picked up. Um, Pretty, I, you know, our our shows in the in the early parts of our, uh, uh, you know, time were about 250, 300 listens, and now we're finding, you know, we've got we've had shows that have had, you know, as many as like 17 or 1800 listens. That's a pretty big. Uh, that's a pretty big audience to be reaching. And the other thing I want to, touch, to touch, just touch on is some of the people we've had on the show, some of the entertainers we've had on the show. Um, because we were just reminiscing about that before we started tonight. Yeah. We had, uh, well, we, we we were both kind of chuckling about uh, Nick the Rapper. Yeah, that was good. He was really, he was very talented. He was, he was. He did two raps, and, and if I remember correctly, we, we had, he was going to bring some backup uh, to use, and he was going to use his iPod. Yeah, uh-huh. And our, our system wasn't working that night, and so he did both. Just completely acapella, didn't he? he yeah. Did oh, yeah. Without any accompaniment. No, yeah, no, no background music at all. He just, just sort of tapped his foot and then zapped into a rap or whatever. <laughs> into a rap. I don't know if that's really a very. But anyway, so we had him. Uh, we've had uh, Suko Johnny, the poet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some poetry. We Oh, I know who we forgot. We had uh, Tom F. and uh, the impersonations. Yeah. Oh, he's hilarious. He is. What did he do? He did. Uh, you got Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton. And who's that uh, tall, skinny actor that um, I can't remember his name now? But he's always a bad guy. He's always a weird. Chris guy. Walken. Chris Walken. Christopher Walken. Chris yeah. does Christopher Walken. And didn't he have like a conversation going with all three of them at one point? Yeah, I think I might have mentioned that. I had a friend that listened to that show and, and mentioned to me like how. How many people were on? I mean, it was like he it was like seven was, people talking. He thought Clinton was on the show. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was relatively convinced yeah. that we had some some actual celebrities. But so he was good. And then we've had well, we had, we never, we've never had double take live, but we've used their music quite a, quite often mm-hmm. with their permission most of the time. Occasionally. <laughs> We plug them every week, so I figure, you know, yeah, Bob, uh, says, Bob says it's good. We take it off their website. It's, you know. It, it balances out. It all balances out. Um, and then we've had Mike Mike P, guitar. Uh-huh. And then Mike and Max have done, Mike uh, Max did the vocals at one. I don't know, has he done any more than one set of vocals? I, I think, think so. it was just the one night he did a couple of. Yeah. A couple of, I think they did a Jack Johnson cover that was real good. Yeah. yeah. I tried to get him to sing again. He, he he's he hasn't he hasn't agreed to do it yet. But I think he will again. He'll get it. he'll get back into it. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of very talented, very creative, uh, very creative people. And we also had Johnny and Caitlin on. Yeah. Uh, both guitar players. That was one of the early shows. That one of the sh- I think the uh, uh, sobriety and igniting the creative spark. Mm-hmm. And I think we had them on with the idea that they would talk about their talk about their creativity and be creative 
at the same time. And I think, yeah, we were again we were talking before the show about how uh-huh. we always we try and have largely recovering people do their do the do the talent, and there's and there's lots to choose from. Yeah, there's no shortage of uh, you know just incredibly talented people in this community, which yeah. is which is really cool. I, I think it's a it's a neat thing to be able to share that and uh, you know to move into sobriety and and you know I think a lot of those a lot of these people maybe put that down for a while or set it aside mm-hmm. while in the midst, so to speak, and then right. have kind of come back and reconnected with that. Right, and and in some ways that sh- that particular show was 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 done with the thought that the creativity is actually part of the recovery. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it you know uh that it's not that it's not a separate thing that that ability maybe was there and then the recovery not only allows the ability to come back but it also becomes he- healing in some way. Yeah, it helps to facilitate and yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. a part of it. So that was, you know, that was the whole that was really the whole thinking behind bringing recovering people in for talent and also that particular show sobriety and and uh igniting the creative spark. And that was gosh, that was in May. We did that early in May. That was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. So, um one of the things I wanted to you know, we've talked about sort of some of the things we want to cover about about the shows that we've had. It's always been our hope that we we bring a wide view, and I think in our show description we've even said that that we want to have we want to bring kind of an open-minded, kind of a wide view of recovery in into the public awareness, not just you know, when people think of addiction, they it tends to be a very narrow thing. Yeah, so most people would yeah. go to okay. Well, that means either drugs or alcohol. Right, that's drugs or alcohol. Addiction. Too much, uh-huh. too often. Right. Box around that. End of story. On to next topic. You know. Right. And I think one of the things we do, one of the things we do, and we've we've tried to do here is. Um, We've tried to separate out uh, addiction and recovering from addiction. To kind of to, and we're focusing on the recovering from addiction, the hope, the what it takes to recover, what addiction looks like in its wider form. And the phrase I've heard used to describe it is uh, uh, the ism. It's not it's alcoholism. And you can take the alcohol out, but you still have the ism. And we've talked a lot about, in a lot of these shows, we've talked about the ism. Right from the gate, we talked about addicted to everything. Yeah, that was uh, was that our, our first, uh, that was first actual show. broadcast. Right? Yeah, and Russ, Russ, by the way, was was the guest on that show. And I forgot to mention that he's been a musical guest probably three or four times since then. Yeah, quite a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, another in a long list of uh, very talented, you know, singers, he was on last, guitar he was on players. Last week, I think. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was here last week. Yeah. Did a John Denver cover, which was really good, and what else? But anyway, so yeah, right from the gate, we tried to look at the not just the the alcohol or the drug, but the ism, and and uh, what shows have we had that kind of. We were looking at we we talked about um, 
I forget the name of the shows, but you know, uh, dealing with what to do uh, when you get if you're if you're in recovery, mm-hmm. if you're if you want to stay in sobriety, and for whatever reason need to be on medication for for pain, whether mm-hmm. chronic pain or mm-hmm. you know if you suffer pain some sort of drug free, pain free and drug free. Yeah, right. That was Doctor Doctor Kearns, Doctor Jim Kearns. Mm-hmm. So being able to address that. Yep. Uh, let's see. We've had. Uh, what else? We did the the one on uh, um, eating disorders with uh, with Mike. It was sober alcoholic faces compulsive overeating, and yeah, his story was one where he, uh, if you remember, I, he talks about his recovery from alcoholism, and then he discovered his recovery didn't create his overeating. He discovered that he had a compulsive overeating problem and had to address that as well, well into his sobriety. Right. So, in addition, yeah. you know, not not because of, but not because of. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had uh, we had a show with uh, Mary Mary G uh, on um, money. Funny, funny with money. Funny with money. Yeah. Um, dollars and cents in recovery. And uh, I, you know, that one of the, one of the reasons that we did that show was like. Money can be, um, money can have uh, a two a double edged kind of a double edged sword. People in recovery can run into trouble with managing their money. Mm-hmm. May have had trouble managing their money when they weren't recovering, and then once they start recovery, and all of the debris starts to catch up. That they suffer the consequences of their irresponsibility with the money when they were using in recovery, and in addition to that, mm-hmm. sometimes money and shopping and that kind of thing, online stuff, can become a problem of its own. You know, so it it sort of covers a pretty wide range. Yeah, I think that speaks to. I think you said it real well. And the, the the ism, you know. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have to be connected to. To a substance necessarily, but no, the 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 whole the whole thinking. So yeah, and um, you know, again, I, I guess I want to say you know the, the commitment to the wide range of of what happens with uh, you know addictive problems, not only the addictive problems themselves, but how people deal with those addictive problems. Another big area we've we've talked we've had a number of people on um talking about the family side of things. Oh yeah. That's that's a big one, isn't it? It is. We we gosh, we've had uh we've had a show called um it's a family affair. Marsha mm-hmm. was talking about how her recovery her son's addictions difficulty affected her whole family. It just just really And that was a, that was a new Thing for her, she didn't. She didn't go through that herself until uh, until she dealt that with that with, with her son. Is that correct? Well, she never knew about recovery right until then. Yeah, and then yeah, and then looking, then she started her own recovery, and then looked back at her family of origin and realized that she had that this was a, a multi generational situation for her. Mm-hmm. So it was like her son opened up all these all those doors. And it's not. I mean, that's not the way it always works. But sometimes, sometimes it works that way. Another show we did more recently was uh, a couple 
we had them both on, John and Dory. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was an, another interesting angle on how recovery affects families because they they are a married couple. Both of them are in both Al-Anon and AA. They got the whole the whole package. They got the, they both got the the whole package. Both have had long long term sobriety in both programs. So it was interesting. It was a very popular show too, listenership wise. Yeah. So I think people are very interested in seeing how how do they you know how can you how can you make this work you know you for the long that, haul. Well, you know, in your experience, you see, I see that people have you know struggle enough with their own sobriety sometimes, right? And and making it work, but then when you add in a family, kids, uh, a spouse, and, and all the issues that come with that on top of it, it can be could be right. a challenging thing. And you got the world of the ism circulating <laughs> over in this orbit, and the world of ism circulating in this orbit, yeah. and then those two, those two isms need to, those two planetary bodies need to make some kind of a solar. <laughs> How's that for an analogy? A stable, some kind of a stable solar system. A lot of forces at work a there. A lot of dynamic. gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, so that was so family was another theme. Um, we we uh, another another one was uh, uh, a fairly recent one was where do we go wrong? A parent's journey to acceptance, and that was uh, the the mother of a young man who had a heroin problem. Yeah. And is currently in recovery, but they had been through the mill as a family for I I can't remember. I think she said ten or twelve years. Through the mill, how how so? Um well with their sons well first of all they were they did didn't it wasn't a family where addictions problems were present. Okay, so it was kinda Kind like of a new thing a for new everybody thing. to start like, trying to so deal with. She, she and her husband had to learn how to deal with this stuff with a heroin problem from scratch. I mean, like, I don't know how, how would you like? You never even thought about having having a certain disease, and then all of a sudden, somebody in your family uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. Yeah, kind of comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. What do you well, do? What do Who do you, you call? Where did that, mm-hmm. how did that, you know. Sure. You know, looking for answers, blaming themselves, blaming each other, struggling, you know, police and courts and disappointment and, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that parents go through with addicted kids. You know, that was a great, great show. She, I thought, you know, she, I know she thought long and hard before she came on the show <laughs> about, how she was going to share what she shared, mm-hmm. and she did a great job. Barb, Barb B, she did a great job. And the the title was "Where Did We Go Wrong?" And the reason reason we did that, I think, was because that's what a lot of parents think. That's a pretty common uh, they common thread. That, yeah, I did something wrong. Sure. That's why my kid turned out this way? And I'm trying to trying to find uh, that acceptance. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's. You know, hard one. Um, then we've had uh, see we had another family one somewhere in here. I can't I can't find it right now. Oh, it's a family affair. Well, that was Marsha, mm-hmm. and then we had Barb. Who else? Did we had, we had another guest on during that one. Is that correct? Is that right? 
with Marsha or with uh, Barb? Uh, with Marsha, I believe. He offered some. He offered some insight as far as what it's like, you know, maybe being younger and and people that are that are actively using. You know, we did, but I can't remember who that was. Was that Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Drughead? Is no, Mr. Right? Drughead was on with Mary Pat. Oh, we okay. Did, we did a show called Beauty and the Beast. I think that that kind of that just reminded me of it. There was maybe we were thinking about there was a that, little yeah. bit more information, I think, than than some people I even were aware of. I think we had some questions from the studio audience. Okay. That, that in the next show that, that came up. Um, but, and then we also had a show called Hair Relapse and Recovery. Tommy Tommy J came out and told his story, and a lot a lot of his story is uh, he says something. I remember he came on, he came and talked to a parent group that, that I do. Um, and one of the most important things he says to uh, parents, and one of them, I think one of the most powerful parts of his message is, it's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. Yeah. His parents were good people, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't them. It was nothing he did or didn't do. It did or didn't do. It wasn't that. That wasn't it, you know. It could have made mistakes or not made mistakes. That would not have been the factor, you know.
money. Yeah, and there's a new, a new market. And so, yeah. So anyway, we try to, try to talk about that, that sort of thing with, uh, as often as we can to get the, the information out there. I think that, that, that's the other thing that this show is, is we try to be um, informed without being judgmental. Yeah, I think that's, that's an important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, we want to talk about we want to talk about recovery, but we want to also talk about what's really happening out there. That's why you have people come up and tell their stories because those are those that's not a theory. Yeah, it's not just not just someone sitting in a room thinking, "Well, I wonder what's going on." Or not just looking at those numbers that have been talked about. You know, people all off the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've been and then. Another kind of category of people we've had um, is we've had some professionals from various different, and we mentioned Dr. Jim Kearns and Painting Free, sort of the alternative to painting that thing. Right. Which is really the time of the whole heroin thing, right? Because what you use to paint is usually in our eye, and then that's one way you have to heroin addiction. So, um, Alternative and the recovery people are uh, generally need to stay away from narcotic pain medication. And yeah. so they're a population that particularly needs to find other ways to deal with physical pain. Yeah, the, the, uh, the just being in recovery, you probably don't want to. Having, you know, taking a narcotics, you know, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. I think we can talk about that. And show Dr. Jim talked about that. You know, particularly where, you know, you know, either choose not to, don't want to, you know, what else do you do? Yeah, choose not to, don't want to, or can't. Yeah. You know, because and that's, you know, that's always a touchy subject because, you know, if you're addicted, you're addicted, basically. You know. Yeah, so something like that I did. I had a heroin problem, but I was never addicted to alcohol, so I drank. Well, that generally does not work because if you're addicted to something, you're going to get addicted to the next thing coming along, or it's going to trigger the addiction to the thing that you were. Sure. And I mean, you mentioned that earlier, and I mean, looking back over our shows, you know, Uh, 
I mean, you could substitute, you know, um, clutter or hoarding for, uh, you know, or reading or alcohol consumption or whatever. Yeah, you just pick your changeable. Pick your device. Yeah, so, but anyway, that was a narcotic thing, but, but so, yeah, it was, uh, it was important to talk about, I think, for, for, for people because, uh, you know, because they need to know, you know, they need to know that another guy we had on was uh, Reverend Shaver. Yeah. Who talked about forgiveness. And uh, that was an interesting show that we had uh, Judge Mike Fear on talking about uh, drug courts. Very, uh, very popular show. Um, the, the battle show was another dirty drop. Now what? Yeah, I, I didn't know what that was at the time, but can you, can you say again what, what that is? Yeah. Kind of give a little frame of reference? Yeah, a drop is a drug test. Okay. And the dirty, of course, means uh, positive. You did not pass. You did not pass. It was a dirty, and a dirty drop, that's what they call it. And if I wrote that title, it didn't occur to me. I, I guess I did think about it a little bit, and I thought, but apparently uh, it didn't scare anybody away because it was it was a, a pretty uh, it was well well attended. Yeah, and I thought that was a very interesting look at, at things from um, you know in a crime punishment kind of way. You know, um, someone that had got you know has got an addiction problem and is maybe getting out of uh, quote unquote system. Yeah. And then really yeah. hasn't gotten a lot of help, but you know what they're doing to try to address that in a different way. Is that, is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, they're, they're taking um, nonviolent drug offenders, mm-hmm. and um, usually multiple offenders, relapsers, people who have had difficulty staying sober, and they're they're doing this intensive program they call drug workers. Right. And they, they actually uh, talk to Judge Beer. Uh, I don't know if it's twice, twice a month. They're actually in court and they're they're monitored very closely, and, and their the requirements are very steep. But if they if they finish the program successfully, their uh, consequences are reduced. It sounds to me like that the entire program is very well put together. Yeah. Uh, you know, not a. I, know you, I think they walk a fine line there because it's not a get out of jail card. No. It's, it's like you said, it's a very intensive program, but. It's a, it's a, you know, I think some people say that in mind, in particular, we have a much better alternative. Yeah. They hold the piece of the fire, and if, you, if you've been around in the, the recovering community very long, um, you know there's a lot of people in the recovering community who, who will credit um, the court system with, uh, with giving them the impetus to take this over. Marriages, court system, jobs, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. You know, the, the physical problem thing. Um, but then nobody gets the physical problems from their addictions. They're, they're off so far that they, they, they're too late. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I say they job. But the court can intervene in this way a lot, and it helps a lot of people. Um, another uh, uh, category of shows we've had centered uh, uh, around, um, I guess, the the spiritual end of recovery. We had, we had Mo uh, talking about looking for God in all the wrong places. Sure. Again, a very popular show. Um, and we had Gail Jennifer S. who talked to the who show was she had the courage to change. Um, 
great story that she she told. And that's something that's it's hard for people to talk about. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of words for that. Yeah, you think, I, I think maybe part of it is sort of a, it can be kind of a private thing. You know, when you're talking about, you know, when you're talking about uh, spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, it's just very individual, isn't it? It is. It's different for different people. Um, you know, religion is like, I mean, you talk about religion, you talk about politics, you know, it's such a touchy character. Right. But I think in this case, we're not talking so much about religion, you know, we're talking about spirituality, which is different. It crosses all lines, it covers all the bases, whatever. Uh, her faith. Her, her path was a Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses' path was uh, not easy to define. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would exclude any. Sure. Any. Not necessarily fit in the one category. And I know we had another guy uh, relying on uh, just show, the just show he did it was a head crash as a spiritual solution. Mm-hmm. And I think he would probably say, Although he didn't say he was a Christian, and I think his his belief system is more in line with with Christianity. So we we covered really a lot of the bases there, from everything to Buddhism to to Christianity, and I hope that that's you know to, frankly to uh, you know we we haven't talked about it on the show, but you know those are people that are just over their ideas. Sure. Uh, or agnostics. That's not, you know, I mean, it's not a blog necessarily. You know, there's a lot of different ways of getting the cash. Sure. Not a prerequisite that you have the one, you know, the one religion or another or anything at all. No, 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 no. We've got two other things that that I want to mention, and then we'll move to another topic here, but um, we've had, uh, we talked a little bit again before the show about the uh, healthcare, the other, the other kind of, kind of, kind of audience representative, yeah. the, the person from the local behavioral health uh, provider, right. we had to talk to us, and then uh, Chris, Chris G, who talked to us about um, what was out there, what was his, uh, what was his show? Um, ooh, uh, I can't remember a thought of my head what this show was, but it was, um, he, he, he was talking about, um, oh, uh, rehab. Uh, yeah, everything one wanted to know about rehab, but we're afraid right. to ask it. Yeah, we did it in July. Yeah, yeah, those were two jokes. What did I bring up for you? You know, I thought, I thought it was a very interesting look from, um, you know, a different way to look at the treatment. You know, more, more clinical, but still so compassionate. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was a, a striking similarity. I mean, as disparate as that might be from, you know, being in, uh, you know, in a hospital room going through detox process, um, you know, not everybody in that situation is... You know, just what I got from the show is, you know, those people aren't necessarily looking to get out of at that point. They're there because they're sick, and they may or may not be addressing the fact that there's an underlying cause of that. All right. They're looking for medical assistance to get to the medical detox. For a lot of months, and it sounds like there was a lot that were, you know, repeat visitors that, that would really say, you know, more, uh, you know, just to 
me out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. It, uh, no, I don't have a drinking problem. I've got a cirrhosis problem. I live over. So if you fix the cirrhosis, it's because I'm not stopping in the booze. But then the one that, you know, the pretty serious case is that they did look a little bit deeper. Right. And they're working and making those connections and putting them in touch with the right people and getting them the process started. And Chris talked about some of the different levels of care and the ways that people brought, the way that people came into the system and how they moved through the system. Sure. And I think it's important for people to know a little bit about what. You know, what is rehabbing that we're throwing around? Because suppose there was some kind of rehab and people just automatically think, oh, that means you go into a 28-day program. Right. But that's not the case at all. I mean, there's, that's not, I don't even know really um, if there's even such an animal anymore. Um, you know, I mean, there is residential treatment, but... but um, I thought it was, a nice, it was a nice time, and I mean, really, like, back to, you know, our discussions with us. With parents that maybe are dealing with uh, with the addiction with their with their kids, and maybe it's the first time, and they don't know what to do. Yeah, where do you go? You know, I think you mentioned something about what would you do? You just Google rehab. I mean, how do you find it? Find this information. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I have to be careful because I'm a treatment person, and I take sometimes I take for granted people know more about than they do. It's not it's not their fault or not knowing. Why would they? Right. It's like I asked immediate questions about chemistry, and then I had the answer. You know, I don't, because I don't, you know, I don't read chemistry textbooks. I don't read reasons. I don't, don't think about chemistry. At least not in the sense that.
and uh, and uh, that, that very inspiring story. Absolutely, and I think there's a lot of people out there, you know, and, and she 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 spoke to this better than I could, but that you know don't give up. Don't give up. Show comes together. We, we, you know, usually the day, the day before we, we, we record. 
short. There's no, we don't have a plan for me. There's no, well, what category we want to do this week. There's no, you know, it, it just kind of flows naturally. But merger design, but you know, when you look back over the course of the last six months, you can really see that there's a lot of common threads, um, you know, how it affects families. Yes. Um, you know, looking at the isms, you know, whether it's, again, a compulsive eating or alcohol or hoarding uh, anything that negatively affects your life and you can't stop doing. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot out there. That's the, that's the, the, the wider view that we try to capture. We've got a, we got a, a guest uh, who uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking to in the next uh I'm hoping actually maybe maybe next couple we'll see how that will be with us with us done. We have we have a guest who describes himself as an urban shun, mm-hmm. um, who who great musical talent with the table as well. So we're going to have him do a segment where he not only talks but does his own music. Yeah, he's he's he's
if I sit in my car or sitting in my office or we're just having a conversation, it feels natural for me. So I learned a lot, and on that note, and along with that, I will say thank you to all of the people who have participated in this, all the people who take their time to come here and talk to us, all those people that have you know, played the music and put their hearts on the line and said things, talk about their families, talk about their own issues. Really just everybody, you know, I think everyone's been on it really, you know, you all have really just put it on the table. It's just laid it on the line. So thank you for doing that. And, and uh, yeah, so I guess with that, uh, with that thank you, we'll, uh, we'll put a wrap on this. Um, so thank you, uh, thank you to us, thank you to you, Chris, for, for doing your stuff and putting your time into this too, and uh, and also our listeners who keep on listening and making this a successful little underground support source for the recovery community. Well, you'll meet a lot of our reminders in the next show, and as always, look at the recovery from a wide open perspective. Remember to protect recovery, internet, radio, and you for all our archive shows. And sign up for our email reminder list. We want to hear from you so we know where you are. And always live with it today. Love yourself, your neighbor, together. We'll try to have you real to death. And then you hope you enjoy the show. See you at the end of next Monday night.